The following presentation is brought to you by KMmedia.pro. Please visit KMmedia.pro for more information. Now stay right where you are as we present. Welcome to Positive Talk Radio, evolving ideas, one conversation at a time. Great guests, dynamic stories and interviews, plus new thoughts on a wide range of topics and concepts. I hope that you'll hang with me, Kevin McDonald, my friends, and of course, you, as together we work to understand why we are all here and what we can do to make our world a better place for all of us to be happy, be kind, and live in peace together. Yep, that's Positive Talk Radio. And now I can't hear you again. Can you hear me now? There we go. We're good. Good. And now, did the opening play for you okay? It did. Okay, awesome. Because it, uh, for some reason, it was a little skippy over here. But, you know, that's that's technology for you. You just never can be sure. I like uh, that part. Be happy, be kind, and live together. I like that. That's all we can do. That's and that's that is really the the uh, uh, the basis of positive talk radio that I've been working on for a very long time. Um, of course, in cosmic terms, I guess I haven't been, but but it's been I've been doing this for about twenty years. And the idea is for us to work together that we are that we are all one, and we're not going to solve any of the issues and the problems that we have between each other, between our with our planet, uh, and until we decide that we are going to work together. Um, I like and I that. know that you yeah. agree. I do agree with that. And we're going to talk today about some really cool stuff that you got coming up this summer and this fall. What what do you got? What do you got on your plate? You got by the way, this is Christy Farisi and she is um she works with uh, Allison Roberts who is a great friend of the show and she is going to be part of Behind the Power which is happening in October, October 19th through the 21st. Um, you can go to um, allisonroberts.com. You can get all the information about that. You can sign up for it. It really is a pretty cool deal. And if you are going to fly in from someplace, and I just wanted to mention this because she did this because of us. If you're going to fly in from someplace, because it's going to be held in Atlanta, and you can do it digitally, uh, or you can also be there in person. And if you decide to be there in person and you are going to have to fly in, then you can actually book a hotel, the, the hotel where it's going to be at, on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday nights. So you can fly in on Tuesday, fly out on Friday, and it will, uh, and it will be really cool for you to do that because then it's kind of relaxing and it's not a, a lot of stress for you so but she's done that and uh, a couple of folks who, by the way I've, i i bet you they're friends of yours have uh, chimed in and to, to say hello to you christine hi christine how are you and michelle uh how are you and my new wonderful friends yes <laughs> Well, you know what I what I really like about uh, what Allison is putting together is that a lot of people are coming together as one in this group that's going to happen in October, but also more around everyone. 
for a long time. And it, it becomes a, and here is, uh, um, Carrie, hold on. Carrie, Carrie says, hello, there she is. And, uh, and Christine's and Christine actually hope you're all well. Um, I, I assume that you are well, Christy. And, uh, cause you, you, you're looking just fine and dapper. So <laughs> thank you. Um, I'm a high school art teacher, so I have summers off right now. Isn't so cool? I hope I look a little more relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wanted to ask you, in addition to what we're going to talk about today, I wanted to ask you, what is it like in this day and age? The last time I spent a whole bunch of time in, in high school was like 1974. And I'm assuming things have changed a bit since then. Um, and what's it like being and working with kids today in high school? Well, I haven't been in high school since 1986, but, um, I taught kindergarten previously for over 10 years in the yeah. same town. So I moved over to the high school three years ago and I'm teaching the same students that I had in kindergarten. Oh, and that cool. It's been very fun to see them grow. Yes, indeed. Is, are they are has have things changed from way in the past? And, and and is it difficult? More difficult for the kids today? It it is difficult for the kids today. COVID really put a spin on um, their mental health. Yeah. Um, everyone's mental health, if I want to say that. But I am in every day with these students, and I can just see it in their eyes. I can see their pain. I can see their suffering. They're just they're missing something I, and they missed, you know, two and a year and a half of being with their friends. And there's a lot of mental health issues that I see. So as far as difference, I don't, I don't want to speak for all of the students, of course, Kevin, but um, some of them, you can just see that, why am I here? I don't, this is school. It's like, I feel like they lost a sense of purpose. That is so sad. It's very sad. And we are trained in some ways, but we're not therapists. And you become a therapist to these kids. And just having them be heard, you see them start to tear up and cry and bond with you. And if I can make a difference at all with these kids, that's what I hope I do for them. And you do. You do. <laughs> you know, art teachers are beautiful, wonderful people because you're dealing with the arts and you're dealing with a completely different side. It's not it's not math and it's not history or it's not science. It's it's art. So you can really get their uh, expression of their own uh, individuality out and can and can help them it, it can be it can really be a, a fun and since you're dealing with the same kids that you were dealing with in kindergarten that's that's got to to watch them grow like that that's got to be a lot of fun and to see how they've changed even with any type of trauma that they have been through um you know i'm working with allison right now she's my life coach and i've grown a lot in the past few years so to me it's interesting to see them in these 12 years, if they've had trauma, how it's affect them. And for me, I've been living with my trauma for 43 years. And I just want them to get the help when they're young like this. Um, it's never too late to get help, but that's where my heart is with my students is to 
what can we do to help them get through this thing called life? It must be really, really hard uh, knowing that kids of that age, I mean, you're talking about 14, 15, 16, 17, and 18 year olds have had trauma in their life at such a, it's such a long young life. And they've got so much time, the better, the sooner that they can get help, the better off that they will be. And I, I'm glad that you are working with uh, Allison because she is, she's one of the best in the world at doing what she does. And, uh, and uh, go ahead. Well, Allison defines trauma. She says it in our meetings a lot. Trauma is anything that changes your view of the world. And there's so many different levels of trauma and it's how you interpret and how you take it and your feelings and thoughts about that trauma that can really mess you up if you don't know how to control those thoughts and understand the feelings behind it and heal from that trauma, whether it be, you know, for me, when I was three years old, my little brother was born. Well, how many people have little brothers or sisters that were born? Why am I that special? But to me, that was traumatic. You know, and, and now just realizing that and using the tools that Allison's given me, um, I'm healing from that. And then, you know, I'm sure as we talk, you'll learn about my other traumas and my other life experiences. But um, I am actually getting a, a handle on healing those past pains. And that's what my speech is about in October is learning how to have compassion for yourself and help, and using that to help you heal. So if I can do that with my students... Um, and I've already seen it. It's been beautiful to have them tear up and feel safe with me. Um, I feel like I'm winning just by getting that. The coolest thing is, is that as you work on yourself and you recognize things, you recognize it in others. And so you're able to help them as well. Which is really, which is really cool. And then, and you should be really proud of yourself. Now, I'm, you know, when, when um, Allison talks about trauma, and I know that there's all kinds of trauma, and yeah, I've had trauma in my life, and I don't know a human that can get through this without there being some trauma at some level or so. Do you agree with that? Well, and like I said, it's it's how you interpret it can really affect you emotionally and traumatically. And understanding how to control your thoughts about that and... For me, understanding that it was the past, and yes, it happened, how it affected me, how I changed my feelings and thoughts towards what happened is helping me heal from within. And it's giving me my self-worth back, which I haven't had since I was 11 years old. I've been hiding for this long. And now to finally feel safe and to heal from that trauma, that has been life changing for me. Now, do you remember what happened to you when you were 11 years old? A lot of people tend to bury it and don't remember it for a period of time. And then I it, definitely and then... buried it, but I never forgot it. I was molested by a close family member and I chose not to say anything because I was scared. I was terrified that no one would believe me. And this just started my journey of, telling myself that I'm not worth it. No one will believe me. Uh, this is just my destiny in life is to have people stomp on me. It's kind of like a woe is me. But at 11, you don't understand that. You just feel it. And mm -hmm. so when you hide from those emotions and you have that woe is me, you know, pity, which it, it's, 
it, it's horrible to have pity for yourself. Um, and I've learned just through the years to constantly talk bad to myself and knock myself down. I'm my worst enemy. And to finally get that back is amazing. So yes, I remember what happened to me. Yes, I hid from it. And um, we do a lot of things. I've learned how to do a lot of inner child work. I think you've heard that before with a few people that you've interviewed. Um, I can say just in the last week, I've connected with my 11 year old self and um, I could tear up thinking about it because she's smiling and she's talking to me and she feels worthy. And it's, it's insane. It sounds a little crazy how I'm talking about her, but that changes to me. Like I'm starting to feel that I'm worthy and that's beautiful. And look who's checking in. It's <laughs> Allison Roberts herself. <laughs> I wonder if her ears were burning because we've been talking quite a little bit about her. Um, and uh, hi, Allison. Thank you for, thank you for being part of our show today. It's, it's pretty cool. And, uh, a lot of, a lot of folks are here. Michelle's here. Carrie's here. Christine's here. Um, and they're, and they're all here. And what I really love about the group that, uh, Allison is introducing me to, and then, and I've got John, I'm going to talk to in the next hour. And then we're talking all the way through in August, in September, all the way up to behind the power in October. Um, it's, it's the support that you are offering each other is nothing short of, of miraculous. It's, it's just, it's, and it's gotta be rewarding for you to, to have people that used to be strangers that are now friends and they're supportive. I love that about this group too. I can't stop smiling right now because, um, the love is overwhelming and oof, the safety that I haven't felt in 43 years is there and people are understanding. They're not judgmental. You can, you're heard, you're seen, you feel safe. And I would want that for anyone out there. Um, if we could do this all together and have this much love for each other, it would be beautiful. It would be amazing. And we'd be healing. I can't, I mean, can you imagine if we were all healed? That, that quite frankly is my mission. And that's, that's why I really enjoy tapping into a group of people that are, that are living life the way that it's supposed to be. And they care for each other and are supportive of each other. And if we did that, can you imagine if all seven or I guess it's, I guess by the end of next week, there's supposed to be 8 billion of us on the planet. Um, if all 8 billion of us did that for each other, then this world would change instantly. And we're not perfect, and we accept that about each other. Of course. And we're, hu we're still human. Yes, we are still human. And we have our good days, and we have our bad days. But it's cool when you have a support group that you can tap into, that when you're having a bad day, you can go, I'm having a bad day. And you can get support from other people, and they can do the same thing for you. They can call you at the same time that they're having a bad day, right? They can, and we do, and that's available to everyone. Zoom is an amazing thing. <laughs> if there is one thing that the that the uh, pandemic did for us, 
is it hurried along some of the technology so that we can uh, hook up on like I'm on StreamYard right now you're on live on two Facebook channels a couple of YouTube channels and Twitter and these are all live broadcasts and so there are people that who you and I will never meet who get an opportunity to listen to the words that we're talking about and and we're going to be talking about what you're going to talk about during the uh, uh, convention uh, coming up in October, which is, uh, and say it again, you say it so beautifully. Compassion for myself. Why do you think it is? And I know that um, you're working with Allison and she and I have talked about this quite a little bit, but I'd like your take on it. Why do you think it is that we don't have compassion for ourselves? Well, Kevin, for me personally, I can tell you why. Um, <laughs> and it stemmed back from when I was younger. Um, and all that negative self-talk that I had against myself, that's the opposite of compassion. And that's what destroys your self-worth. And my husband passed away four years ago. I'm and sorry. he suffered tremendously. And um, we had a hurricane hit 19 days after he passed. It was a hurricane level uh, four. Hurricane Irma. So my entire yard was all of his stuff was washed away. So I had to, you know, deal with that trauma. And then um, I avoided working on me because of my low self worth because of what happened to me when I was 11, that I just kept barreling forward, oh, I have to fix the house. And I never grieved. And you know, and then COVID hit, oh, now we have to do this. And um, to top it off, that's when I decided to switch from kindergarten to high school. (laughs) You know, let's throw something else. Yeah, let's just throw something else out there to distract me from healing. And um, COVID brought a lot more to me as far as technology is that I was forced to work on myself. And Allison said to me in one of our sessions, um, I want you to think about the parts of you that are still in pain and start there and try to heal that. And I went back to that woman that was taking care of her husband and she suffered. She was in pain. She, she was traumatized. Um, and she never got the compassion that anyone should deserve when they're going through something like that. So I started with her and I just connected with her and I said, you suffered through this too. You did your best and you're okay. Now you're safe now. And that little bit of compassion that I gave myself helped me heal, helped me get through the grief, which you never stop grieving, but you, um, I I don't want to use any words that people say all the time and it doesn't make sense, you know, but um, you do continue to grieve because you miss them forever. Um, But having that compassion for myself and giving me permission to grieve because I'm worth it having that little bit of self-worth to give that compassion to you is what changed my life. And that is what helped me dive into the other parts of my life that needed some compassion, including my three-year-old girl and my 11-year-old. Oh, wow. So you, you had children and your husband passes away and there I must have been children. Well, I had students. I didn't have children. But so. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. <laughs> but I talk about my inner children like they're my own. <laughs> well, the, oh, I get it now. Okay. But they are you. They are you. And they are, they they are, are 
they they are a former uh, an incarnation of yourself when you were younger and and stuff. Uh, the the one thing that I actually there's a couple things that I wanted to uh, stress here. First of all, is you are a beautiful, complete, whole human being, and it is unfortunate that people who are in power that take abuse. Uh, and abuse people, and then they set them up so that they cannot um, deal with it because they they provide shame. You can't talk about it. Nobody's going to believe you. All of that kind of stuff, and they and they use that power against against you. So if you are a parent out there and you need to make sure that you're talking with your children and making sure that that they are safe and they're not put into any situations. The other thing that I would say is that if you have a friend who is being the caretaker for somebody who's ill or somebody who's terminal, don't ignore them because they're going through the same thing that the person that's dying is, only they're going through it even worse. Because at one point, the person who died is going to be released and you're going to be left there holding the bag. So it's, it's just a couple just a couple of thoughts on that. if you are somebody if you're listening to this somewhere and you have the opportunity to to help and that might just be bringing a casserole over um and and feeding you and or sitting there and holding your hand and saying how are you. Uh, that might make a complete difference. A complete difference to somebody. And, uh, you know, it always makes me feel warm and fuzzy when I can make Allison say so true. Because <laughs> she, she is, she really is uh, um, uh, a, a gifted person. So, but at the same time, so, and, and the other thing I got to ask you is, okay, your husband passes away. As it was a, it's a very sad, horrible thing, even if it was expected, there's still grief to be done and, and the five stages of grief or whatever it is. And then, but then you get a hurricane 19 days later, and then you get COVID and then, and it's like, or you didn't get COVID, but the the pandemic came and it's like, okay, so what is it going to take to get my life back in order? Because all these things are piling up and they're all happening all at the same. That had to be just really, really hard. But is that what, is that what gave you the motivation to then go, talk to somebody like an Allison or a coach or to, to really decide, all right, enough of this crap. I need, I'm going to go fix it. Well, thank you, Kevin, for noticing that because it was a series of traumatic events, which I've handled trauma my whole life and I've learned to avoid it and dismiss it and to not want to deal with it because I didn't think I was worthy. Um, <laughs> um, my, I got a puppy. That was another one of my distractions I did to avoid all the pain. And she was injured one day. And I immediately went to the guilt and shame that I don't deserve anything to happen. I just might as well quit because I'm done. And I had a friend who's an animal communicator come over and she helped me with my dog and helped me understand what she was dealing with. And just by chance, she happened to be in Allison Roberts' group and said, Hey, there's this seminar, Painless Pivots to Power, that Allison offers for um, $27. I think you might get something out of it. Absolutely. And the thing with healing, you can't make anyone heal. They have to want it. They have to know that there's hope and that 
it might take some work. And that when I heard about this class and I jumped right in and I took it, I felt hope for the first time in a long time. And that's what had me sign up Allison as my life coach. And the healing just kept happening and it's still, ha I'm still healing today. I'm not completely healed, um, but I'm feeling my self-worth. I'm feeling love that I haven't felt in a long time. I'm feeling powerful. And um, I attended Behind the Power last year for the first time. This is a month after I took the Painless Pivots to Power class. So you can imagine wanting something, wanting to heal, and not really knowing what this whole event was about, but I went anyway, I went by myself and I cried three days straight <laughs> <laughs> because I heard these things and there were so many people in the room and so much love and they've seen the healing happen in their own lives. And I wanted it so bad. And I still was fighting with my low self-worth that I'm not worth it. I can't change I'm too old thing. I mean, I just, I really was beating myself up. I would go home from the event and cry myself to sleep and wake up the next day and come and feel the love and then just start crying. I think because of the love that I was feeling that I wasn't used to, to feeling and hearing her talk and all of the speakers talk. Um, I am so honored that I'm part of the group now and then I'll be on stage this year. Congratulations. Because I want, I want someone else out there, anywhere out there, that if they've just lost hope and if they've, they feel stuck and they feel like they can't get out of it, I'm living proof that you can get out of it. I had hit rock bottom and now I am on such a high with love for myself and having compassion with yourself greatly contributes to self-worth. It's like a, a seesaw where you start, you know, stop knocking yourself down and build yourself up, the compassion and your self-worth grows. And it's just um, a beautiful thing. It's really cool when you can sit with a group of people who get you, who've been through it themselves, who understand. And when you tell your story, they don't look at you like you're crazy or they don't look at you like you're less than because they've all been there. The reality is we've all been there. And in some of cases, we're still there. Um, but it's a process and it's a, it's a great process for you. And it's, it's, I, and, and quite frankly, I'm getting emotional thinking about how you've changed your life in such a positive way. And now you're going to be in a position where you can help other people also change their lives. Do you recognize how powerful that is? I feel it and I welcome it. Uh, I have so much compassion for others that, and now that I finally gave the compassion to myself, I just want to share more and more. Um, that is like a dream come true. It's like a life purpose when you finally find it you want more and I'm, I'm still green. I'm still learning and I'm still growing and changing and improving. And the people in this group, when they see me now, 
they kind of say, you've changed so much. And of course, you don't see that when you look in the mirror. But when I think about it, I'm like, wow, I can actually accept compliments now. I can actually tell myself, you're doing really good, Christy. You keep on doing it. You can do this. Um, I can, it's just, if I could give that to someone else, one person, but I, I want hundreds of people to get this. But if I give it to one person, that would be a beautiful thing. Why do you think it is that we take so much time when somebody compliments us to deflect the compliment away or say, oh, that's the, you know, thank you or whatever, and not believe it and not take well, it in it, and soak it in? It's low self-worth. Um, I can tell you specifically for me, um, when someone say you're beautiful, I would immediately revert back to my 11-year-old self. I was molested because I was beautiful. Do you see how a compliment can and activate an emotion sure. behind a sure. compliment? And now I'm learning when someone says you're beautiful, I'm like, I feel beautiful on the inside. And I can accept that now. And and from healing from the trauma when I was 11, I know that's not going to happen again. So I accept that. And I wasn't molested because I was beautiful. I was molested because he was a sick person. And, you know, learning that and and believing it helped me heal. Absolutely. So even you're so smart. I mean, I could tell you each level of my life where, you know, where you're smart. Oh, no, I don't want to be smart because that's when people will um, start to judge me and say that I'm, I'm an overachiever. And, you know, I I don't like the compliments because I feel like there's pain and suffering behind it. So I understand that when someone doesn't like a compliment. Well, so do I. And I, yeah. I spent a long time, a long time in my life doing the exact same thing. And because there are some things that I was really, 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 did I say really, really good at, <laughs> like, but I always consider that like, well, that's just kind of me. That's just kind of natural. And it's not a big deal. But the reality is, is that we all have special gifts and we're all here for a reason. And the older I get, the more I realize that that's absolutely true. And um, that there's a certain amount of work that we have to do. And every experience that you have has made you the woman you are today. And uh, and if you can if you can accept that and move through it, um, I, I think is it, or would Allison say something different than that? No, I, I accept that. And it's your power. Yes. When you heal from your traumatic events, if life was easy and you had no pain or suffering, how much wisdom do you have? Well, the, the reality is, is that uh, without pain and suffering, you cannot rise to the level, rise to the other side. Because um, you have to recognize that, that not everything is going to be perfect, but that you have control over what the internal control that you have isn't dependent upon anybody else or anything else It's dependent upon you. And uh, if you are strong and you believe in who you are and you work at that, and it does take work, doesn't it? It does take work daily. But, but as Carrie says, you have grown so much. And, and so, you know, and I highly, I highly recommend that if you are, listening to this podcast or this video cast or the radio show or whatever it's going to be. If you, if you are listening to this and you feel, are feeling alone and you don't feel like you're getting the support that you need, find a group, find a group like Allison's group, please 
because they they will and you're right you, you may cry for a week once you find that group because you didn't know that you didn't have any idea that there was actually love out there but there is it's out there and that's what you found that is that is that is, that is so cool so um now you're also are part of the book that's coming out are you not i wrote a chapter in the book um, behind the power, you're not crazy. You're powerful. How did that? And feel? I, I talk about my journey and um, how things went in order, of course, of my life and the trauma and how I built upon how I dealt with future situations where I had immediately reverted back to my 11 year old self. They never listened to me. They're not going to believe me. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! You're an adult now. You know, and, and being aware of that helps you heal. Um, and I talk about what I've done. Um, Allison um, talks a lot about the, the thought models. I'm pretty sure she mentioned that before, but how, you, you know, you take your circumstance and you, you look at your thoughts behind it. And then you look at your feelings behind those thoughts. And then you look at the action that you've taken and the result that you got. And then you look at it again, now that it's on paper, do I like the result that I got? No. So you go back, it's the, still the same circumstance, but now or what are my thoughts behind it? And for me, um, you know, just being molested, um, the thought was, I did something wrong. I deserve this to happen. I don't matter. Um, my feelings were sad and I, I repressed the sadness and I hid it for so long, 43 years. And um, my action was to hide. That was my action. And my result was sadness my whole life. And now my thought models, models change to the circumstance being molested. My thought is that something that happened to me, I am safe now. I am okay. I did nothing to ask for that. I did not deserve that. That gives me the feeling of peace and self-worth that I didn't deserve that and believing that that turned my action into healing and to moving on and realizing that even though bad things happen, you can rise above it and you can heal from it. And then the result is authentic happiness, authentic joy. Like I, I've always was a happy person, but now I'm happy with myself. And that's, that's new for me to say. That's really encouraging. And that's encouraging so. for a lot of people. I hope so, guys, because you're worth it. You are so worth getting past the one thing that's keeping you back. And you can heal from it. That's what I want everyone to believe it. And you can do it. Just reach out. You can do it. A lot of times it takes um, a village. I think somebody famous said that once. Maybe <laughs> But but it takes it takes a group of people to help you get through some some of the things that you have to get through in life, um, and and that's really that's really by design. We're social animals, and we are we are designed to be together and to work together. And I just love the fact that because every time that Allison works with somebody like you, you turn around. See, I was just thinking to myself while we were talking, I was going, you know. I would not have guessed based upon how you were presenting yourself here today. I would not have guessed that you were ever an unhappy person. 
because you're a happy person and you're smiling and you, you've got a lot of positive energy about you. But that's because of the hard work that you've done. And Kevin, that makes me so happy because I waitressed when I was 16 at Denny's and they called me the hostess with the mostess and they called me Miss Sunshine because I, I was genuinely smiling, but on the outside, on the inside, I would write myself a suicide note every night when I was 16 because I was so sad. And you were just and, and for you to say that I'm smiling now, I am, and it's authentic joy and happiness. I feel very blessed with everything, not just with things I have, but with how far I've come and my growth. And and by the way, you're not anywhere near done. <laughs> you got you got you got lots more to do because I see you standing on a TED talk on a stage and talking to people about how they can authentically love themselves and not, mm. not just lip service, but to really care about themselves and love themselves. And that can change everything with those people. That is intimidating enough to inspire me to want to do that. And um, I know that I'm going in the right direction. And uh, Allison says, yes. So <laughs> that's you're going to have to write that down now and put it by your bed and you're going to have to look at it every day and all that. No, I'm, I'm kidding. But but uh, yes, uh, Ted talk, Ted talk for you, um, because, you know, the, the thing is that, that people need to have the positive app for affirmation of somebody who's been there and has been mm -hmm. through it. And, and you have got the, you've got the chops to be able to do that and then to say, I, I, I've been through it and I came out the other side. You can do it, too. That's you important. You can do it, too. Definitely. Yeah. And yeah, see, I, I have a slightly different term because I'm a guy. I call it authentic grit. <laughs> and okay. When I say authentic grit, I mean that you are uh, striving every day to be the best human being that you can be to understand that uh, that you are uh, terrific, you are perfect as you are, but you're working to create something even better for yourself, the people around you. Have, i got to ask you, have your friends and family noticed that there's been a change in you? Yes. Especially, um, you know, I've had the summer off, so I've been working on the chapter and um, my speech. I'm preparing my speech and memorizing it. And so I'm opening up more and talking to my friends, which they say, you didn't used to open up this much. So it's just little things that I don't notice they're noticing. They're like, wow, you talk a lot more. <laughs> um, By the way, those aren't it, little things. Those are big things. <laughs> well, thank you. Because, because that, that you are, you are becoming, you are now becoming the person that you were destined to be when you were that 11 year old child. And that was your innocence yes. was taken away from you. I believe that. I believe that. Thank you for saying that. I believe that. I, I, I wouldn't say if, if it wasn't true. <laughs> it's good <laughs> because... to hear it. Cause it's something that I would have never told myself f three months ago. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that you are making the progress that you are because you deserve it. You, you, you deserve to be, we, and you know, we all deserve to be happy. Did this crap happen to us when we we're young or yes. My brother yeah. hung me when I was 10 years old, he hung me by the neck um, and, and stuff. So, you know, we've all had issues. <laughs> we've all had issues with, with certain things that have happened to us in our lives, but, 
But at the end of the day, I am so blessed in the, with the job that I have to that I do this, which I don't know if it's a job. And I'm kind of retired, but I'm not really because I'm doing a, a lot of this. But I get to talk to people like you. And it's just awe-inspiring to talk to people like you. And I know that you don't, you're, you don't necessarily recognize that because you're in your skin, but you, it really is awe-inspiring. Well, um, Kevin, this is my first live interview ever. So um, thank you for the platform. And let's get other people on here to talk and share the love and their, their empowerment and their strength and what makes them tick. What's give, what gives them their grit. Thank you for that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I, I came up with that term and every time I I've used it, people are saying, yeah, that, that makes a great deal of sense. And you know what grit starts with a G, you know what G stands for gratitude. Oh, I like that. I was trying to think of an acronym that we could say with grit, like great results, inspiring, but um, gratitude, well, you know, it's, we'll oddly, enough, oddly enough, I, I, I have one. Let me, oh, okay. but I, but unlike you with your speech, I haven't memorized it yet. So I, I need to, I need to, let's see, I need to pull it. And anyway, it's, it, it's gratitude, resilience, um, it, um, indomitable spirit and toughness. Those oh, that's, I like that. that's, that's the and the indomitable spirit is that you are going to do the best that you can every single day to be the best person that you can to continue and to be excellent at whatever it is you choose to do. If you like are or if you're a writer, if you're going to be a producer, if you're going to be a housewife, if you're going to be a garbage collector, you're going to be the best damn garbage collector that ever existed on the planet and you're going to take pride in what you do that's what we do that's that's what that's what gives us our self-worth and but that doesn't come from anybody else by the way i wanted to mention i was also a waiter at denny's when i was young i was mother butler for a whole year did you have mother butler pies when you were there uh no this well you're a little younger than i i I was uh, i worked there from 77 to 80 and oh uh, i was 85 84 yeah. Yes. But I, I was even on, I was at that time, Denny's was uh, a big corporation that had lots of restaurants. I was on the opening team. Oh, that's impressive. So I got to, I got to go around and open restaurants and, and, uh, which was really hard work, but, uh, the, you know, I did one in San Jose. I did one in, in, uh, um, Grants Pass and one in, uh, Portland. Um, and then I went into management and they worked me like a dog until I quit. So there, uh, but, uh, it, you know, but to, you make me think that this conversation I had with somebody yesterday made me think of the same thing. I was, I was a host at uh, the Denny's that I worked at and, uh, because of my style or, or, or stuff, a guy came up to the counter and he was talking to the waitress who was standing right next to me. And she goes, and he, and he goes, you know, this tennis has got a different flavor than the other ones. It seems so much happier. And and the waitress next to me goes and points to me and goes, that's that's because of him. Um, and stuff. You were the host with the most, just like me. Exactly. Exactly. And it was great fun. It was great fun. And and Carrie uh, says, Kevin, that is hard work, but it is fun and rewarding. Love opening. Oh, yeah. You, she must have done the same thing. It was 
it, it was rewarding and it was hard and and then you become lifelong friends with the people that you're that you're working with and stuff so but you do that all through life and uh i'm, I'm just so proud that you are where you are and then i gotta ask you have you ever been on stage before well, I worked for a large private pension company in Colorado, and I would go and and do some talks. And I was a trainer. I teach. Oh, oh so this you 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 got this. This is going to be well. Easy. Okay. The difference though is I'm raw, and I'm talking about me. I'm not trying to sell something. I'm I'm giving everyone my heart and soul. So, um, I'd like to be confident and a little cocky that oh, I got this, um, but. I don't know. I'm just going to meditate and um, it's going to come from my heart and soul and you can't fail when it comes from there. And you're going to be real. I'm going to be real. And if that means that there's going to be tears, that's fine. <laughs> if, if that, if it's, because what I've found is the empathy of people that um, when somebody's telling their authentic, real story, the empathy of people is just an amazing thing. And the love that you will feel while you're on stage with the people that are in the audience listening to you is going to be amazing. And what I love, Kevin, that you just said that is um, being in the audience last year and now being on the stage, my number one goal is to find that one person in the audience. It's maybe crying like I was, um, but also that's kind of feels reclusive and avoiding because they don't feel like this, they can do this, that I want to find that person and just give them some love and just let them know that I see them. That's, that's my one, one goal, only one. I have a lot of goals, but I'm going to be looking and I want to find that one person and just let them know you've got this. Cause I, I didn't think I could get it and I got it and I want to empower someone else to, to feel that way. And you will. And you have. <laughs> Thank you, you. you have impacted people that you don't know you, that you've impacted. Oh, that makes me feel so good inside. I, that's, that's what I want. I, if I can share my story and help someone, that would be amazing. This podcast will be listened to somebody who will be called to listen to it when at a time when they are not well, when they're feeling down, when they're feeling depressed. They're going to listen to this and they are going to be uplifted. And hopefully what they'll do is they'll call Michelle Roberts or excuse me, Allison Roberts. And, and I was just looking at Michelle Sullivan right there um, and uh, and Allison Roberts or or if it's in a different part of the country or something that they feel comfortable with, they go to talk to a coach, talk to somebody who can help them. And uh, maybe and do you see yourself doing what Allison does at one point? Um, thank you for asking that. I'm actually in her um, practitioner's program right now. Oh, good for you. Good for you. Because I think that you've got the empathy to be able to, to really help people and, and oh. with your story. Allison's story is so amazing to me that, that she was homeless in sleeping in a Volkswagen bug. I don't know how you do that. Uh, when she was homeless and and uh, in the in the uh, uh, parking garage at the college, I don't know how you sleep in when it's thirty degrees outside in a Volkswagen bug. And scared and lonely, and of, of course I look up to Allison, and I even think about for me, for me 
and for her, for her to find that drive and that connection, look for it and it comes to you. And for me, I didn't think I'd find it. And it came to me through my Karen, my animal communicator friend, it's out there. And if Allison can do it, if I can do it, if you, anyone out there, you can do it, it's out there and it's for you and it's there. You can do it. And the more people that are willing to do what you're doing and, and learning with Allison, the more people that will be involved, the more people that we can affect worldwide change. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but we are in kind of a funky period right now that it would be really nice to be able to, to affect positive change to a lot of folks and the work that you guys are doing one person at a time, one case at a time is how it has to be done. I agree. And it's not, it's not a matter of some guru guru coming down and saying, do this and do that. It's a matter of doing the hard work. And this is, if you, if you want to be well, if you want to live a happy life, if you want to achieve everything that you came here to achieve, then you have to change and you have to work harder to take care of yourself. Okay, I'll get off my soapbox now. So if somebody wants to get, now, now are you set up to, if somebody wanted to contact you, if, if somebody felt the need, uh, can, is there an email address or something that we can put out there or would you prefer not to for the moment? I'm sure. Um, my email address is chriscom, K-R-I-S-K-O-M, at comcast.net. And uh, my, yeah, go ahead. Um, I'm on Facebook. I, I, I'm on Instagram. I'm not, um, as I can hear the voices in my head saying, you're going to be more involved with um, um, internet and, and, and different avenues to do that. So maybe I'll have to come back on here and let you know that I finally got something established. <laughs> <laughs> well, just so you know, everybody that is, and for everybody that is listening, that is associated with Allison, all you have to do is to go to uh, um, positivetalkradio.net or go to kevin at kmmedia.pro and email me and I'll send you a link and we'll book you on the show. Uh, as many times as you guys want to between now and October, because uh, I want I want that I want that building to be rocking, and for it to be sold out and uh, anything that I can do to get that done, I I will do. So, but if anybody wants to come here and you, Christy, I would love to talk to you in a month, in two months, um, and see how you're doing, and uh, and and just kind of work through it. I think it would be a lot of fun. Would you like to do that? I would love that. Then, then the invitation is open. As a matter of fact, <laughs> anybody that comes on the show, what we do is I send you a link once the, uh, this is going to be on YouTube right now and Facebook right now, but then I create a podcast and then that goes on 30 different platforms or 40 or however many, I, I don't know, uh, a bunch of different platforms on as a podcast and it goes on positivetalkradio.net. And so, um, and then I send you the links to all of that with a link to rebook yourself on the show as it works for you. So, okay. so when it, whenever, whenever you're, and I haven't said no to anybody yet. So whenever <laughs> you're, you're, you're ready. And I do, I do, I have, and I have three 
three radio shows that I do a week and um, seven to ten podcasts I do a week. So I, I, this is my, this is my passion. This is what I love to do, and that's why I get so excited about talking to someone like you. Well, you're because, making a difference because it's not um, just us; it's people like you that are helping that word get out there. That there's hope out there. The, so absolutely. thank you for for your support as well. Is it? See now, there I go again. I was going to say, no, you know, you need to thank me. I what I need to, <laughs> what I should do is just say. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, right. It, yes. <laughs> being aware of that is is ninety percent of the cure. Is just being aware of it. You know, several years ago, when I was doing a show, I used to be uh, uh, pretty self-deprecating um, about and stuff. And and uh, one of my good friends who listens to the show a lot, she said, uh, "Would you quit being self-deprecating? Would you quit putting yourself wow. down in front of because it, we don't like it." We like you, and we don't like it when you are putting yourself down. So anybody who's listening to this, if you have friends and family, they don't like it when you put yourself down. Because And, you know, being part of this group now, they call me out on it. And I'm fortunate to have several of the members here in my small island town. And we'll go out, and they're like, Christy, you just talked bad about yourself. You just knocked yourself. I'm like, what? Because I wasn't aware of it. And now that I'm aware of it, I might still say it, but I'm like, oof. And then I have to go back and give myself compassion and say, you're not stupid. You didn't mean that. You know, maybe you didn't get enough sleep or, you know, you, you, you give yourself that compassion, catch yourself when you do that and give yourself some compassion. That's what it's e all about. Exactly. And uh, I want to thank you for being here. And uh, and you, you you're a shining star. And uh, I'm looking, unfortunately, I can't go to October, but I am sending somebody who is going to have her socks knocked off by the, the wow. amount of love and the amount of caring. And she's got abuse in her background as well. Uh, I'll have to find her and take a selfie and send it to you. Absolutely. Well, she's going to do some live stuff there for us, hopefully. And, That'd be great. Uh, and so we'll do some live things with all of you guys there and, and uh, that we'll be broadcasting to the world and, and stuff. So that's, we're looking forward to doing that, but, but she's, she's not prepared for how impactful that this will be for her. And she may be one of the ones that is sitting in the audience crying. All right. You, you know, I'll find her. <laughs> yep. We all, we all put up a facade and we all try and protect ourselves. Um, and sometimes when somebody actually expresses real honest to goodness love, we don't know how to handle it. Because we've never had it before. And it feels so good once you accept it. It really does. It really does. Christy, thank you so much for being here. And I really appreciate it. I get to go talk to, if you are um, um, hanging John around I'm going to talk to John Cole next. And so you can hang right here and we'll be back here in just a few minutes. So, uh, Krista, if you'll hang right where you are, I'll be right back. Okay. Hey, thanks, thanks for enjoying this episode all the way to the end. Please give us a like and subscribe to this channel. This has been a production of PositiveTalkRadio.net. Please visit our website, oddly named PositiveTalkRadio.net, for more details about us and our mission, which is to provide great positive programming designed to inspire us all. I'm Kevin McDonald, and I'm proud of these shows, and I truly hope that you'll like them and share them with friends and family. So on behalf